0: Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. We're gonna be doing it with Benjamin Lucas, um, the founder of Benjamin's Aquarium Services, right here in Calgary. Uh, he builds custom aquariums, if you, and if you'd like to check them out, you can go to Instagram and type in Benjamin's Aquarium Services, and you'll be able to see the beautiful aquariums and terrariums and um, you know custom things that he's built. And if you'd like to order one, you can um, work with Ben. He can send them to you online. And if you're right here in Calgary, uh, you guys will get a special treat if you'd like to build a custom aquarium. So without a doubt, guys, let's jump into this episode of the entrepreneur Benjamin Lucas. guys welcome to the ZenPlus podcast this is Jeremiah Schmidt here I'm sitting down with a special guest for the 55th episode uh, this is going to be Ben Lucas uh, he's a friend of mine that I've known for quite a bit he's also an entrepreneur and uh, just a pretty smart and focused guy and a real go-getter and uh, and yeah for this episode we're going to be diving into a story uh, what made Ben Ben how he kind of started his business and just more about him so I guess I'll pass over the mic to Ben and uh, let him introduce himself.
1: Right. Thank you, Jeremy. Uh, well, my name's Ben. Uh, so I guess I'd say I live around aquariums. Um, we're working with uh, mainly saltwater aquariums, and it's our goal to bring a piece of the ocean to our clients.
0: Yeah. So like right now, we're just, I'm just over at Ben's house, and literally, he has five or six massive aquariums built. Um, like, and all these fish around and it's like, you have a lot of like clarity. Like, I love that about this. It's like so much clarity, like around this. So, okay. So like, how did you, how did
1: you start this? Like, where did it all begin? Where? Right. So I guess one of the big things, uh, was actually something that you just said. Uh, aquariums bring a lot of clarity, uh, not just aquariums, but any kind of, any kind of life force. Mm. Um, whether it's having a dog nearby or uh, the the aquariums can be a huge role in in that beauty and that dynamic movement in that uh, colorful, vibrant atmosphere. So, Same thing as plants and uh, other other things that just bring this this life force around it. And and that's huge for uh, business people. That's that's huge for. Uh, Everybody, everybody living their day-to-day lives. And so it became our goal to kind of share that. And, and uh, we, we kind of focused on the niche of, of sharing that through uh, an aquarium from, for day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. So, like, coming back to
0: when you first started, um, were you always entrepreneurial? Like, how, yes. How did you get into entrepreneurship?
1: I mean, I was a kid selling Pokemon cards at school in grade three. <laughs> Um selling candy out of my backpack grade six uh we we sold nintendo dss at a stock up in grade seven and eight yeah i mean uh throughout 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 uh throughout the life i've had uh, the pattern of of seeing or or rather i should say throughout life i've seen patterns of entrepreneurship in, in my day to day life
0: so what do you think draws you to entrepreneurship?
1: Perhaps it's because I've always had uh, a grand vision, overall, where I'd like the, ultimately, where I'd like to end up.
0: So, like, and based on that vision, is it it kind of pulls you forward and like building aquariums, doing what you're doing today,
1: fits into that. Right. So I'd say it's my vision to kind of change the world and create an opportunity for people like me. Uh, to find themselves and build out their dream.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, like, how, how did Benjamin's aquarium
1: service start?
0: Because, yeah, weren't you like, cle- did you first begin by cleaning aquariums?
1: Right. So we started in the beginning as uh, as just me. It was just I. I had uh, needed some extra work uh, from from a job that I had uh, attempted to to follow, and uh, that ultimately didn't work out like many. And so I decided uh, it would be best to pursue uh, something down my own avenue. And that turned out to be aquariums where uh, I had that passion. So Wait, so why did you choose aquariums? You know, it just so happened at that time That, uh, it was something that I knew a lot of Mm -hmm. and I was able to stand out as a way to differentiate myself very easily and something that I considered was a skill perhaps many didn't have. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and so it just kind of became a, a little venture in, in which, uh, Started out just by dabbling. Uh, at the time, I was also trying to play with a fitness brand uh, called Rat Caps, and oh, yeah, I remember uh, that 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 uh, ultimately didn't work out, yeah. but it gave uh, a lot of lot of learning base for the business. And
0: yeah, because that's originally how I met you, Ben. I remember I was I was browsing through Facebook, and then I see this uh, Rat Caps because at, at the time I was into fitness as well. But I see, like, the, these, like, hats and, like, I think it was you in one of the pictures with, like, a rat, ca- rat logo, and I was like, wait, what the heck? Like, who is this guy? Right. And then, like, I remember I was like, holy crap, this guy's, like, in, like, high school. I think that was in high school. And yep. you, you, like, started that business. I was like, what? how are you doing this? I remember I, like, messaged you. I was like, wait, what are you doing? How are you doing this? And, uh, yeah, that's, like, how we met. Yep. And then... And then, yeah, so from Ratcaps, you transitioned into the aquarium business, and, Mm -hmm. and like, so it was just you to begin with, or?
1: Yeah, so in the beginning, it was just me. Um, I still had uh, some sort of job there, Mm -hmm. and it would give me a couple hours here and there. I guess... Ultimately, I ended up quitting my job within the first month of starting this. Um, oh, hey. He even gave me a chance. He said, "Hey, I don't think you're ready," and I was like, "No, I'm ready." So, yeah. and I, I I ended up quitting So, twice. what was the job you were doing before? The job I was doing before, I was working in a a, a kitchen as a caterer, and we would deliver food uh, and cook food at weddings and uh, other other kind of big events. And it, it was it was interesting. It was. It was an experience, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, so would you say, like,
0: kind of... Because I noticed you're, you're, like, pretty focused, uh, kind of, like,
1: self-directed. It feels very empty when you're pursuing aimlessly. Um, and I think that's what I was doing when I was working for other companies. I, I couldn't really interpret... interpret why, why you were doing what you were doing? Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: So what do you say, like, because did you develop that from fitness? Which is that? Uh, kind of like the self-direction and...
1: No. Oh, okay. so, so So how did you develop that? I would say fitness certainly helped amplify it and bring out a lot of the... perhaps the deeper understandings. But I'd say it's been a pattern that uh, has been there since day one. I've always been exploring and and trying to find more. Mm -hmm. So, like, in terms of... See, this
0: is a question that I always thought about. But in terms of the whole entrepreneur uh, mindset, kind of lifestyle, would you say... Do you think entrepreneurs are born or they're made?
1: I would say the really successful entrepreneurs are born. Um, now, the difference is anyone can be successful in starting a company, but only few that really want to can take it all the way. And it's and it's not because they have some sort of gift. It's just because that's all they focus on. That's all they want. That's everything that they're willing to do. They're willing to give up anything to get there. And that's, that's really the only difference between them. So... There aren't many that are willing to give up going to the bar or going to hang out with friends or going. I mean, those are the small decisions. Mm -hmm. Just wait till the bigger decisions come. Stop going for your Christmas feast. Stop going back to see whatever. Stop having vacations. Stop spending on uh, uh, trips and stop spending on a luxury car. Getting the cheapest car possible so you can put everything into the business. I mean, how far are you willing to go and put yourself into an uncomfortable position just so you can make it another day pursuing your dream most aren't willing to do that and and that's that's the biggest biggest decision and i think i think there are some that can turn their life around and do that but i would say those guys are born
0: yeah well Uh, yeah I would agree to some somewhat like I think at the end of the day people can um, people can create themselves too right like if they have the purpose behind it and I think
1: I guess okay I'll change my answer a little bit here Uh, so they are born but in a way you're right So, so half of it is I mean your DNA mm-hmm. and that's how you interpret things uh, the characteristics that were born into you but there is there is a half the other half and so you need to get both these halves together to become someone like Bill Gates, Elon Musk someone like Andy Frisella. like these, these guys uh, they have it in their DNA and they, they research and they understand and, and they go through it Methodically, meticulously, uh, to get to their goal. But they also have gone through severe pain. And that is the other motivator. There's, there's a threshold for pain and you need to break past that. So if you don't break through that and you still have the, the capability to be one, you'll never see it. So that's where the argument can be made on both sides. Um, to know if you're a natural-born entrepreneur or not, well, that really takes getting to know yourself. Some people truly are the people that can make a vision come together, but they're the guy that works under the one that has the clear vision. And it it takes a lot to understand what that really is and what that really means. So, And so that's not something you can do overnight. So, Ben, like you
0: obviously have kind of... Like, you, you, you've you been self-aware enough to, like, dive into, like, who you are and, and figure these things out for yourself. Um, I guess the question I want to ask you is, for someone listening who wants to be more self-aware, like, more research, like, you know, who, who am I, where do I fit in, Where what path do I follow, wh- what advice would you give someone to kind of learn more about themselves and find, like, a career or something to fill their time that they enjoy doing.
1: Right. So I guess maybe this is an answer that will give a lot of the listeners a lot of, a lot of value. First, you need to understand that every decision you make, let's, let's take a step back here. Every thought becomes a belief. Every belief becomes an action that shapes the world around you. So we can take it and boil it down to every thought you have shapes the world around you. Mm-hmm. Now that you've kind of built your thoughts and, and at whatever age you are, you've kind of built your realm. And in this realm, everything that happens is very real to you, but very different to others in the way that they perceive things. So in this realm, to, to really understand it, I'd recommend you do a, a couple of, of tests uh, one really good one is 16 Personalities. Uh, I believe 16Personalities.com. Uh, go in there, and you can start to understand a little bit about you. The the one thing I would encourage is you have to be incredibly honest with yourself uh, as you take tests like this. And then I'd recommend you dive in and and take tests that other leaders are are making. Tony Robbins, Jordan Peterson. Um, strength finders 2.0 invest into yourself to learn what these tests say about you and from there understand why they say that about you and if you want to be different understand what kind of thoughts you need to first achieve before you can go in that direction yeah, and I really love that I
0: think that's like if you can figure out kind of who you are, I think it really does start with your thoughts. Like, what type of thoughts do you have? Like, what? Why are you thinking the way you're thinking? Where do you want to go? It's like, I feel like in school, we don't really learn these things, you know?
1: Why do you think that?
0: Uh, I just think that it's kind of a new field. Right? Like, I notice even... Do you like, think it's a new field? Well, in, in modern-day society, like, I think it's more...
1: How do you think people developed themselves in the past?
0: <laughs> Actually, no, you're right. You are right. And that's crazy, too, because I just started reading this book about, like, Stoic philosophy. And, um, yeah, I, I realized, like, back in the day, like, people were thinking like this. People were, like, pretty self-aware. People so if, were, like, if it's not a
1: new thought, why do you think they don't teach it at schools?
0: Uh, that, is, that is a good question. Well, probably because it's, un- it's uncommon knowledge.
1: Is yeah. it uncommon knowledge? Can anyone that's looking for it find it?
0: Yes. Yeah, that's definitely true.
1: So how uncommon is it? <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, <laughs> no, I, I see your point.
1: So why do you think schools don't teach it?
0: Well, like I don't know. I feel like school is trying to do the best that they can. Of course, like there's are they? a lot of stuff to cover.
1: Are they trying to do the best they can? <laughs> like, <laughs> I
0: don't know. I, I, I don't know. I feel like schools. Schools are good, man. Like. It's, it may not be a fit for everyone, but I think if you're really self-aware and you're the hip person like, for example, like you, Ben, I can see why it wouldn't be something you want to do. Like, you're kind of self-directed.
1: Who would want to go to school? Who shouldn't go to school?
0: Well, I feel like school is good if you don't really, like, first of all, it gives you, like, having that education, being educated, I feel like it's helped me a lot, right? Like... I I didn't really do you think I'm uneducated no I think like no you are educated but like you're I never went to
1: school I I pretty much dropped out of grade 12
0: no but you're definitely educated like you're self-directed you're learning you know you're like you're all you're constantly learning right
1: so then that kind of person should go to school is that what you're
0: saying well like I'm saying that like I feel like school is good to get you to a certain base and then I guess as you take on adulthood what
1: kind of base does school give you
0: well, like, well, so, for example, me and you, we both, like, have from kindergarten all the way up to high school, right? So, from that point on, we know how to read, we're literate, we know how, like...
1: And what did yeah. that prepare you for?
0: Well, it, it just, like, it gave us the base tools for life, right? Like, there's there's people... Like, I, I was reading this thing in, I think, in, like, the United States. It's, like, a pretty high percentage. It's, like, are illiterate. Like, they don't know how to read. And when I actually went down to Las Vegas... Two years ago I met this guy and he he was like an adult our, our age and he didn't know how to read. He was like literally he just couldn't read and is
1: reading one of the keys to success?
0: Yeah, definitely. Like I would say like
1: I've if, met a couple people that have by far outshine me at least. Well I guess uh, now you uh, have audiobooks, right? Sorry?
0: Like now there's audiobooks.
1: Yeah, audiobooks. But do you really think that school is so important uh, for those that wanna be successful what what, i guess it depends on your vision of success
0: yeah like well i think it it comes down to the individual like it it comes down to the what the individual wants right and so what does the individual well like in like let's say we're talking about in terms of success um I i think that um yeah these are these are hard questions <laughs> but no but i think like honestly anyone can become successful if they're if they orient their minds towards it like success for someone could be
1: maybe... it's it's it, i yeah they they're very hard questions it's yeah. it's about figuring out what success is to the individual yeah and i think, and i i really believe that uh uh school is not right for everybody and and you need to understand why uh school is made and created so that you are put through a system where where you start to understand and and learn how to take orders and manage and then based on your strengths and weaknesses they find the role for you that you can excel at or that you find that through yourself or what you want to pursue and then you go down that direction it is not made so that you can find answers as to uh, your Answer any entrepreneurial side or self mastery. That's that's the last thing that they want you to figure out. So like what would the system would become very unbalanced if everybody figured themselves out and knew exactly how to play this giant overlapping game. So
0: so I guess this comes to another point then then. Um, so so I guess once you figured out that you wanted to you know dive in entrepreneur i guess like it's not even in terms of entrepreneurship i feel like you kind of figured out what like where you like what is kind of a good fit for you and you figured that out early um how did you find the courage to you know not pursue the the, the school path and pursue your own path like where did you get that courage from
1: it's easy to have courage when you have nothing left when you have no way to turn nothing to do you can only go down the path basically you have to burn all the ships and make no escape you have to go down the road that you set out for yourself The if you allow yourself an escape route you will go down an escape route Like mm-hmm. it's as simple as you have to be comfortable with getting uncomfortable you have to put yourself in You have to be willing to put yourself in the most stressful situations, knowing that uh, you're doing this for the long run and not doing this for the moment. Being willing to do the, the most pressing, painful things as required, when required, to get to the goal.
0: Okay, so then here's another question for you then. Um... So like, so I guess before we dive into this question, like I just want to, so this is the way I look at success and this, I just want to share it with you and see what you think about it. But I feel like it's just, um, kind of going after what you want and achieving it. Like maybe for some person, it could be like, they want to be a great chef and they like, they go down that, that path. And then for another person, it could be, they want to. You know, start a podcast and go down that path. Or another person could be, you want to start like your own um, aquarium business, and then you go down that path. Um, But in 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 terms of that, what would you say is some of the top keys that helped you? Figure out why. uh, Like figuring out why, yeah. But like, what would you say are some of the top keys that helped you become successful at such a young age?
1: Figure out why. Why do you want to be successful? Why do you want to be a cook? Why do you want to be an elite gymnast? Understand yourself, which is, it's very hard to do. It's, it's a path that requires a lot of pain. I mean, you have to understand what made you want that. You have to dig into things that happened in your childhood. You have to understand uh, all the pain points that you have and be willing to rip them open and basically repair them. So would you
0: say in your journey, pain is like a big driving factor for you?
1: I would say probably yes. I would say yes, most certainly. So like,
0: let's let's say if we if we dive into those, like what what were some of those stories? Like what are some of the things that push you to be like who you are today?
1: I guess there were a lot of situations. Uh, One of them was was loneliness. I was was very lonely as I kind of had to find my own way through all the different obstacles that I faced.
0: So in terms of like loneliness in high school or just growing up?
1: I, I very much felt ostracized throughout the entire school program. Day one, I kind of knew school wasn't really anything that I aspired to follow. And I mean, I kind of made choices based on that, too. Um, Never really prioritized it. And I'm sure teachers saw that that way. I was a class clown for many years early on. and um, That's where I think DNA comes into play you ultimately know the path that you're striving for. You sense it, that you don't belong in in a certain area or in a certain thing. And then that's where that uh, DNA pull from comes. And that's step A. And then step B is putting yourself in enough pain to make the decision to do what you have to do. And and you, you can't skip that. You won't be successful if you don't experience the pain. You 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 literally have to jump off, as as Steve Harvey says, um, you have to jump off that cliff. And it will be hard. It'll be hard as hell until you learn to fly. But you will learn to fly if you jump off that fucking cliff.
0: So, so like let's so
1: when
0: when it comes down to jumping
1: off that cliff, like
0: starting uh, Benjamin's Aquarium Services, what were some of the hard parts that you struggled? Like let's say. Because you've you learned how to do all this stuff, like all these aquariums around us, you've you built them all, and you built them... Start, like, no one knows how to do this, of course, starting off. Like, how did you learn how to do this stuff?
1: I guess it was just something I committed to, and uh, uh, just kept taking bites of the apple till I was down to the core. And once I got to the core, I consumed that too, and, and I was left with, with the knowledge of the apple, so... So what would you say are
0: some of the hardest parts of constructing an aquarium? Hardest parts of constructing an aquarium? Yeah.
1: Um, I guess understanding pressure, understanding uh, how things fit together, um, understanding the function of it. You need to have a clear idea of uh, the use that you want to get out of it and then build it towards that use, especially in a custom aquarium or a a saltwater aquarium where there's a very exact function that you need it to have. Mm -hmm. So so what what would be some of the proudest, your
0: most proudest aquariums that you've built?
1: Uh, We built a 400-gallon vivarium uh, filled with beautiful, fancy arowana. We did a, a beautiful handmade 3D background out of... Uh, styrofoam and we it looks just like the real thing a beautiful Amazon rocky river and then a beautiful dense uh, planted uh, uh, terrarium top so the two of them combined we call that a vivarium and it it turned out gorgeous and blue and red arowanas uh, swimming down down there and uh, so that was one of them another one was uh, a drop off aquarium where we had Um, I think it was about uh, five and a half foot uh, tall aquarium uh, perched on top of a three foot stand so the total thing was about eight feet tall and uh, it was a double drop off so what that means is basically uh, it was divided into three three sections kind of like a staircase and kind of looked like an upside down staircase and um, yeah that turned out really really cool that was a saltwater reef that we built there and it looks just like a, a Segway of the ocean. So then, then, what
0: was your first aquarium that you built?
1: <laughs> we just jumped right into it. <laughs> uh, really, really didn't do uh, that as 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 well as we could have planned. Uh, yeah. Uh, but that's kind of who I am. I'm a little bit more bash than than the average person, and I'm willing to uh, bite off a little bit more than I should. Our first aquarium we, that we built was about a uh, hundred gallon aquarium. Uh, we decided without any experience we'd build it right into a wall we'd take apart the wall like for your first aquarium yeah holy yep. crap <laughs> we'd take apart the wall we'd build the stand we'd build uh the whole function of it um we'd uh, it was in a really nice home too <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. like where did it, where, how did you find this client actually uh he he found us and he said hey i heard you do custom aquariums and we're just like uh in our head we're like actually we do maintenance but uh Custom aquarium. Ah, I like that. I like yeah. that. I can get around that. Let's let's do it. Yeah, we do custom aquariums. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, yeah. we we went down that rabbit hole, and it turns out it became a, a big part of our business. Um, didn't really set out with the attention to, but uh, after getting the call and and kind of pursuing it, we we bit off that piece and pursued it relentlessly. So in
0: terms of like owning. And just like operating a business, what, what are some of the things that are on your mind that you think about on the day-to-day?
1: Owning and operating a business, a vision. You take your final vision, and that has to be, if, if you want to be successful with your business uh, or your ultimate goal in day-to-day life, you have to be focused on your vision. And it takes a lot to, to get there. You're not going to start a business um, at a young age with your vision in mind. You, you, you have to work and I'm going to say this word again, relentlessly, you, you, you have to really, really dig and, and get to the core of why you do what you do, who are you, and then from there you can get to this, this vision that you, you have for you and your life and, and your business and that, that all kind of comes together and, and when you do, that's what you keep in mind to a day-to-day basis. In the process of getting there, you start with something and you keep building up to get more and more closer to it.
0: So, like, in, in the in terms of visualization, is there anything that you do to help visualize what you want, or do you have a vision board, or I,
1: uh, I, I think a vision board is kind of stupid. Okay. <laughs> um, a vision board just kind of shows you the material goods of what you want. Yeah. If you if you have a real vision, it's gonna. And so, I guess I guess I should, I should digress. Um, some people. May just want to increase their lifestyle and and will be really happy with that uh, and who am I to say that that's wrong uh, I think everyone can have a vision and everyone should have a vision and that that vision is if you make that vision your North Star then you you will attract everything that you want to out of life but uh, if you make something like material goods your your focus and it becomes very it becomes a very hard yeah it's it's harder to 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 live like that right harder to live and harder to get what you want because everything that comes with monetary motivation inspires greed inspires these different values that don't correlate with success and it's very hard to have both of them living in the same home
0: yeah I i like that a lot like, I think a lot of the times, even for me, like, I've been just, like, so motivated by material, um, you know, material goods. But realistically, like, you, you, you can get it all one time and then you can lose it all the next. So, like, I don't know. I think, like, lately what I've actually been thinking a lot about Ben is just how to fill, like, your time. Like, it's because this is the thing. This is This comes back to school, too, because I remember in school... Uh, you would, like, go to school, you'd sit down, you'd kind of have, like, your time filled for you. Like, you'd go to class, yes. like, you'd kind of know what to do. Yeah, they'd but, show you
1: ways to waste your time.
0: Well, like, I don't know if it was <laughs> well, like, I, I see what you mean, but, like, I, I noticed that as an adult, though, that's the, like, it's a hard part for me. It's like, okay, what do I do now? Like, I know I go to work, and I know I do this, but, like, how do I fill my time with something more right. productive?
1: So I'd say step number one is to unlearn everything you learn there. Uh... Step number two again, focus on your north star what what's your vision you can't no one can become a master of all, so you have to understand what you do need to get to your goal. Some people will need sales sales is huge uh, with that comes negotiation skills other parts will other people will need to know how to bring a team together and and how to bring uh, the leadership qualities out of other people and that itself is a whole nother uh, a whole nother skill set and then there's taking the process of these different things and converting it into the vehicle that best suits your vision I mean uh Grant's going to tell his stories a lot differently than Andy Fursella or Kenneth Copeland
0: Mm -hmm. yeah and and that's part of why even like those like I think you mentioned the 16 personality tests Yep. and and yeah I was thinking about that the other day too and it's like everyone's kind of different like everyone has good like things that they're strong at things that they're weak at and um, I think if more people were just aware of that of like what they were good at what they were weak at they could just life just becomes a lot more simpler you know because they're not trying to do everything they're just trying to focus on the one thing that is kind of natural to them so do you think it's more important to kind of try and work
1: on everything like let's say no. you're. no uh, uh, as i said you got to find that north star yeah. you got to find out your vision and you got to work towards that vision if, if you want to be if you want to be someone like that like the grant cardone and, and uh, uh lead a team like that you have to understand that he's selling a story he's selling a mission he's selling understand what he's doing not Tony Robbins preaches this a lot, Tony Robbins, I should, excuse me, he preaches this a lot, and, and people need to realize he's an undervalued guy. Uh, he, he's, he's the business mentor that's coached the, coached the most billionaires for a reason. Um, one thing that he preaches is with Tony Robbins, one thing that I got so much from him is he says this many, many times do as the successful do, watch the successful people emulate the successful people and you will become successful so it's literally that simple now the part that you do have to kind of understand is beware the weasel on stage and uh i I, I, i'm not aiming this at any of the the guys out there but you got to be really really aware that at the end of this day their business is their business and they have to present that in a package that's presentable. So often the truths aren't that appealing to people and they're presented in this way that takes the emphasis off a lot of the important parts and put onto parts that aren't as important or pieces when presented without information, are misleading, mm-hmm. and it, it, it's really important that you understand that you have to emulate these sex, successful peop, uh, people, and not what and not take in everything that they they say without filtering it through your thoughts, and and understanding. And before you can do that, you have to be very clear on who you are and, and how everything comes together. So, you, one way to do this would be to find a mentor that. That works well with you and and can help you balance all the craziness that you have at at the beginning
0: no I I love that I think like I I think that's so important to just not take everything like to look at things through your own eyes like even as we speak this podcast guys like of course there's stuff that maybe you don't agree with maybe there's stuff that you do agree with but it's important for you to like think for yourself and kind of digest the material as it comes at you Right, because what works for someone might not work for you. And if you're not, I think that's, that is it. Like, it's just that ability to go and think for yourself and to do the work and to, like, dive in to, like, what you need to do, um, you know, to get where you want to be. Like, I, I wish there was, like, a name for that. You know? A name for what? Just a name for that, that quality where you're able to kind of be self-aware enough to just kind of construct your own path and just to pick the things that kind
1: of help you emulate the success of others
0: yeah like but like yeah emulating the success success of others if you
1: understand who you want to be if you understand who you are Mm -hmm. and you understand a vision it's as simple as just finding someone that's already done it thought is not unique there's no original thought it just doesn't happen all thought has been thought before, so find someone that's done what you want to do wanted to do find someone that's doing what you want to do like take take this person and emulate them it, success is that simple once you 're clear
0: yeah no like I think yeah it's it's interesting though like but why do you think that's hard for like that is hard for
1: people to do like of course that it is no one wants to go through the uncomfortable awkwardness of the transition. It's, it's an immense amount of pain. It's an immense amount of, uh, giving up everything that you can't do simultaneously. It's, it's, it's supposed to be hard as fuck.
0: So what would you say in terms of your journey some of the hardest things you've had to give up? Um,
1: That's to each his own. My hardest things won't be the next person's hardest things.
0: Because obviously, like, I know, like, I, I know that, like, you don't party much or, you know, you're, you're quite focused.
1: I never got into that, no.
0: So, like, would you, were you, like, attracted to, like, partying or luxury? Was that something that ever attracted you
1: or? I mean, luxury attracted me, yes. Did uh, partying ever attract me? I mean, what kind of guy doesn't like pretty girls? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, I guess so, yeah, it kind of attracted me, but not to the <laughs> point where yeah. I guess i I also had trouble speaking to girls growing up, and that was probably one of my pain points,
0: yeah, but I feel like every every guy goes through that man,
1: like, yeah, that's probably like, true to some yeah. extent,
0: but uh but yeah, like so then, I guess um I, I don't want to take too much of your time. And I just want to honor you for, you know, coming on the podcast and like, I think you shared a lot of, you, you kind of opened my eyes open on just ways of like looking at the vision and just like really looking into who you are, what you're good at and just like, but really understanding like a vision and, and like pursuing that. I I think that's something that, um, actually we haven't really spoken much of on, on the podcast at all.
1: Well, this is step one. This is absolutely crucial if you want to go anywhere you have to develop your vision for yourself you have to develop your vision for your company and then you have to develop your vision for others and once you have all three you can kind of go but before you can even understand your vision you have to understand yourself Mm -hmm. and that takes time you won't get this overnight you won't get this over a month fuck if you if you do it better than me you'll take many many years Mm
0: -hmm. and i think this is something that you have to constantly like work at like you know you have to constantly keep working at this it's not like overnight you just all of a sudden know oh yeah this is the perfect vision i think it changes
1: it does change i mean look at jordan belfort look at tony robbins Mm -hmm. uh they all started down a path and they they ultimately changed it i mean uh Mm -hmm. jordan belfort he's this he's a really really smart dude and uh at first he was going down one path he had a little bit of an eye opener he went through some pain and he understood and he changed his path and aligned it look at, look at Tony Robbins A very similar thing he, he, he was running a, a million, multi-million dollar business uh, he went through a pain point he changed his path Like it happens to everybody you have to go through your pain points and, and the hardest part is looking them dead in the eyes and saying well fuck me I'm going through this Yeah, let's do it yeah, it's almost
0: like that uh like it's that idea like the obstacles the way like learning from your pains and just being able to move forward I, I think that's like that's another staple too but um but yeah then I guess so what does the future have in store for you
1: what does the future have in store for me or what is uh, why do I have in store for the future
0: uh, well, actually, it's probably the other way around for you. So, what what do you have in store for the future?
1: Well, uh, I've got I've got a fair amount of plans, but I've still got a lot of learning to do.
0: So, in terms of uh, Benjamin's aquarium services, wh- what do you want to do with that? Do you want to do start something new, or just keep going with that, or?
1: Well, my plans with that are to find the right team to uh, uh, put together the right game plan and to get exactly to uh, our goal and mission. So uh, with that, it'll, it'll take some time and then we'll get to where we're going.
0: And, uh, and then where, c- where can people find you on like, social or check out the aquariums you build? Um, what are all the links where people can check you out? Sure
1: let's do at benjamin's aquarium services for instagram uh or facebook so that's uh b-e-n-j-a-m-i-n s uh and we'll just leave those out there for people that want to see what we're doing over there
0: yeah and uh, uh and yeah they'll be in the show notes below too um, there's some awesome aquariums you can check out there's a bunch of them so
1: <laughs> well thanks for that little plug
0: but uh but yeah guys um i guess we'll probably wrap here i'm gonna ask ben one more question uh this is the staple question that i ask all of the guests on the podcast but uh you're
1: wrapping up before the staple, pre- <laughs> staple question here okay okay <laughs> like, you know, the, i understand no, let's no, this, go let's this go time,
0: see this how we finish this is how we end it so okay. it's like all mysterious yeah yeah but uh so ben if, if you could tell the world some message some message from you all exactly at the exact same time and they'd all hear it and they'd all be you know open to hearing it what would that message be?
1: Just fucking do it that's it send it right there